0: Mm-hmm. You want me? Mm-hmm. You want me to do the intro? I do. <laughs> Why do you want me to do the intro? <laughs> Jeez, I gotta do all the work. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. me to fire up the engines, a Hello, prisoners, actually. Why do you call them prisoners? They're my prisoners. That's why I call them prisoners. (laughs) So here's what I did, right? I took them from their homes when they were babes. Every single person who's listening right now, I have them in my basement. Tied up with, like, this, like, elaborate, like, fucking... What is his name? Saw? What's the guy? Fucking... Jigsaw Is that his name? Jigsaw, yeah. Yeah. I have elaborate jigsaw shit in my, in my basement, which you guys don't know about, even though we live in the same house. Um, And I have people down there who I'm tied up, and they're my prisoners, and I force them on intercoms to listen to an episode of the podcast uh, every hour.
1: Wow. So where's your uh, infamous line that Jigsaw usually says? Let's play a game. Do
0: you want to play a game? That one? Yeah. <laughs> or is it let's play a game
1: let's i don't know one i just them. hear let's play a game
0: one of them you are a gamer girl yeah <laughs> <laughs> hello everybody my name is ant and i'm darla and this is the hold up a minute podcast being broadcasted to you while you're tied down in a chair <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> no well, but really
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what's wrong with that what's wrong with me wanting to kidnap people oh. let's be honest
1: That is not your, your, um, (laughs) personality.
0: Really? You don't think I could do it? No. You don't think I can murder?
1: (laughs) Do you want to murder? (laughs) No,
0: I don't. I don't think I could murder. Um, hello everybody. This is an episode of the podcast. Um, you're not being tied down. That was all pretend. You can stop, you can stop playing along with the bit now. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Here we go already. (laughs) We're doing an episode today on Dragon Age, which is one of my favorite video games of all time, or video game series of all time, I should say. Actually, franchise of all time. There's other things that aren't video games, but we're only going to be talking about the video games today. We'll see, depending on how this goes, if we talk about other things that are part of the franchise. Let's see. We'll see. Hmm? Never know. Harumph. 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 Um, (laughs) I don't know. It's weird being back to doing just a single topic. So I know that we need to stay on topic and I can't go on my little rants about stuff. Yeah. Um, but we've always done something. We've done this since the beginning of the podcast where we have a little bit of a chat before we get into the topic, you know? Mm-hmm. We have a little bit of a, a one-on-one while somebody creepy is listening along. <laughs> so somebody's somebody's not minding their own business. Like, what's what's been going on in the past couple weeks, Mom? What's happening?
1: There's not much happening. I've just been playing my games.
0: What games? Pretty much. Give me an update.
1: I'm just stuck on Skyrim. (laughs) That's basically all I've been playing. You're still a Skyrim player. Yeah, I've tried to bounce back and forth between a few games, but I always go back to the Skyrim. Yeah. Scrim. Scrim.
0: You you are a big Skyrim fan, even despite the anger it gives you. Yeah. Um, which I think is very admirable. I, too, am also a Skyrim fan, despite the anger it gives me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you've, you've been playing a lot of Skyrim again um, since the last episode, because you didn't play it for a little bit since that, right?
1: Right. Like, there was a good three weeks when I didn't play any game. Right. I just kind of like, because I felt like I was getting too much into it, and that's all I would do. You know, and of course you have other things you have to do.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a
1: necessity in life. You can't just sit there and play games, even though we all would want to. Right. But, yeah, I took like a three-week break, and I think it was long enough. Delved back right right back into it.
0: Right. And, well, you were playing Sackboy before that, Right
1: i played a little Sackboy, boy yes that's a hard game too
0: yeah so sack boy we're not talking about the like uh what is it called i can't remember the other ones this one was like the newer one that's released it's just a straight up 3d platformer um but like just like straight up 3d platformer like classic 3d platformer it's a very good game when it released mom and i actually played it together all the way through and really loved it but we never did get all the things we never did go back and get everything no no We started, but we kind of got burnt out on it because it's a pretty long game. It is. Mm -hmm. But it's a very good game. My past couple of weeks have been very interesting. I've been very tired. Um, I'm finally not working six days in a row at work, which is good, of course.
1: (laughs) Hallelujah to that.
0: Right. Um, I, yeah, I have not been working six days straight at work. I've been having been able to have a little bit more time off than i have in the past um and which is very nice very very nice it gives me more time to do what i want to do and hang out with people i want to hang out with and you know yada yada yada
1: (laughs) i mean let's be honest we're just both just sitting playing games that's all we're doing
0: actually i don't play as many games as you do i think anymore
1: wow (laughs) so i'm the gamer now (laughs) i'm not
0: like sitting down to play games a lot recently um i did start the forest um of the forest again which you never liked
1: no it doesn't it's
0: (sighs) i played a little bit of it by myself you never liked it um but i started playing it with my boyfriend yeah and which has been very nice um it's a very interesting game it's very scary sometimes um <laughs> and we haven't even gotten into the caves yet
1: i don't even see how it could be scary maybe it's because you didn't get too much into it
0: mm, when yeah, i was probably. watching
1: you but it just it didn't seem that scary to me
0: we had to restart actually okay before we get I, I know i'm gonna keep rambling if i'm just allowed to ramble but like usually we keep like the first 10 minutes to discussion so um we started the game for the first time, and it, we completely fucked ourselves over because we built our base too close to where we start, and apparently where you start, the enemies of the game, which are, like, cannibals, go and roam around there, which I guess makes sense because it's a plane crash. Yeah. <laughs> so we had to restart because we kept just getting absolutely fucking destroyed, and they, like, camp... The enemies you'd camp we spawned. <laughs> Jeez. So we had to restart. Um... And then after the restart, it was a very enjoyable experience. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. So that's that. That's my, that's my, te- that's, whoa. 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 That's my past couple of weeks. Um, Anything else that you wanted to talk about before we head into the topic of today's episode? Uh,
1: not much. Um, other than if you guys are feeling like a lot of tiredness going on and headache and body aches and this is just my opinion don't take my word for it if you want to know research it but I'm into the whole ascending and stuff like that and so ascending symptoms are those symptoms you get headache, you get joint aches you get you're tired all the time and you just feel like you're just not all there like I, my head's been in the clouds a lot lately and I'm ascending it's, uh, It's. I don't want to say spiritual, because, you know, it's just a belief I have. So go look it up, research it, see what you think. This is what I'm believing in. Let's see what everybody else believes in. But that's just a little bit of a tidbit that I wanted to put out there. Maybe it will resonate with you.
0: All right. Maybe some listeners who want to research that and see what that's about. Yeah. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, we kind of touched on it at least once before, because honestly, um, throughout the history of this podcast, I think I've brought up Dragon Age quite a lot. I'm surprised that we haven't done an episode on Dragon Age, or like something Dragon Age related at least. Um, But here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Always have time to do things that mean something to us, I guess.
1: Well, I mean, now that I am officially playing games now it's just going to make it that much easier for us to talk more about them
0: exactly and the reason that we're doing this this episode in particular we're going to be i'm going to be covering the tapestry um with mom so that she can play dragon age inquisition and not have to worry about playing the first two because the first two as somebody who knows our resident darla (laughs) What? As somebody who knows our resident Darla, she would not like the first two games. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, I'm going to be covering them. I'm going to be covering their stories and I'm going to be walking her through the decisions of the first two games so that she can go into Inquisition having made the decisions that you would have made playing the games. Right. Um, and have those decisions in her game. Um, which is something that I think is really nice about The Dragon Age series is that it does have this website where you can put your decisions in to import into Inquisition, and obviously when the sequel comes out, Dreadwolf, which fucking Christ, it's been almost ten years. Where is it? It, We know it's coming, but there's like no updates, um, other than like a leak that came out, which Mm -hmm. was like, but, (laughs) Um, but yeah. So we'll be covering Dragon Age Origins, the DLC for Dragon Age Origins, and Dragon Age Two. DLC for Dragon Age 2 and then we will be um, watching the story up to Inquisition together. Um, Obviously you guys won't be able to see it. There's not really much to see there's just I think an animation kind of along with it but you will hear Averick Tethers' lovely voice narrating that for you um, (laughs) while we commentate on it (laughs) Awesome So before I get started with the story is there anything like Dragon Age questions or anything that you wanted to know before we go in?
1: Like so far, and I don't have any questions because it's you know, I tried to set it up yesterday and I just was already lost. Mm-hmm. So, doing this is just going to help me, right? Give me more knowledge about it, and exactly. then I'll have more questions. But right now, I do not. At the time, I don't have any questions at this time, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so Dragon Age is a fantasy role-playing video game series much like Skyrim which is a fantasy role-playing video game Um, uh, except Dragon Age is considered to be something called high fantasy when you think of high fantasy it's kind of like Lord of the Rings or like um, Game of Thrones is not high fantasy Um, Lord of the Rings Final Fantasy why
1: isn't Why isn't Game of Thrones... Game of Thrones is dark fantasy.
0: Okay. So, actually, I should preface this by saying... Dragon Age is a mix of dark fantasy and high fantasy. Dark... I would say the first game is dark fantasy. The Mm -hmm. second game and Inquisition are more high fantasy. And I believe that for devils, they're going more towards dark fantasy. There's a few stark differences between dark fantasy and high fantasy. Like, dark fantasy, as the name implies, is much darker. It covers heavier topics... Um, it's more grimy, more gory, more like gritty, I should say.
1: Right. So wouldn't Skyrim be considered somewhat on the border of that?
0: Skyrim, I find it hard. Skyrim, I'd say in the terms of the Elder Scrolls series Mm -hmm. is pretty dark fantasy, but it also never really covers heavy, heavy topics it's pretty much just like straightforward here's a fantasy story about a dragon trying to eat the world you know <laughs> right and it really does it sticks to, you, to the story base of it mm-hmm. so. meanwhile like Dragon Age will go into like some fucked up topics which we will be discussing by the way there will be spoilers for Dragon Age 1 and 2 Origins and 2 um, in this episode obviously because we're going to be covering the stories of them um, so before we get too far in I want to say the first half of the episode is going to be Origins. We're going to go to the middle. Second half of the episode is going to be 2. And then that video. Okay. So, in Dragon Age Origins, you start up the game and it has this narration about, like, the Blightes. Um, Actually, I should probably pull up the Wikipedia page for Dragon Age Origins and stuff just so I can look at it and, like stay on topic and walk you through it properly. (laughs) Because, like, if I think about it from the top of my head, I'm just going to get distracted, obviously, because...
1: That's Anthony.
0: Yeah. My brain is an amalgamation, a bit of a mess. So you start the game by choosing from, like, predetermined races um, and, like, origin stories. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask you, Mother, um, do you want to be an elf, a human, or a dwarf?
1: if you, you were
0: presented with these options elf, human, or dwarf
1: I would probably choose human
0: a human alright, so as a human you have a few options of what classes to pick because unlike like something like Skyrim or something like um, I guess something like Skyrim is probably the only example I can really give you right now um, the class you pick in the beginning of the game you have to stick to it like you have to like if you choose a warrior, you have to be a warrior for the rest of the game. If you choose a mage, you have to be a mage for the rest of the game. If you choose a rogue, you have to be a rogue for the rest of the game. Like it does not give you any other choice. Mm-hmm. So, um, in the human section, you can either choose to be like a uh, a human noble, or you can choose to be a city a uh, city uh, a circle mage. In the world of Dragon Age, there's this place... uh, There's these towers where the uh, mages are kept. um, Because magic in Dragon Age is very... It works a lot differently than some other settings. Magic can be very dangerous. Like, if the person does not have a grasp of how to control their magic, they can literally get possessed by demons. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um... So, the mages get kept in a circle, which is basically, when it's functioning properly, a school for mages. When it's not functioning properly, a prison for mages. So, at the beginning of the game, you can choose if you want to be a mage, which would make you a circle mage, or you can choose between uh, a warrior or a rogue, which would make you a human noble.
1: Okay, so what's the difference between rogue and warrior?
0: So, Rogue, you'll be doing either dual-building, or you'll be having a, a bow, and where you'll have a two-handed sword or a sword and shield.
1: See, and I, I do prefer the warrior, then. Okay. I like
0: the two-handed stuff. So, you shall be a human warrior. Um, once I fucking find it in here, Jesus. Um. Yeah, so that's pretty much how the you choose. So, you start the game, and as a noble warrior, um, or just a noble in general... Um, so every, it's actually really interesting because the game starts with, depending on what class or race or whatever you chose, you can have a different start to your playthrough. Oh, okay., um, and as a noble, you start with your family, um, which is the Cooslands, I believe is the name, is the last name of the uh, actually, let me see if this has, yeah, the hero Froldon was the younger daughter of Bryce Coosland, Terran of high Ever. So that's where you start is in High Ever, um, which is like a castle. um, And you were the daughter of a noble. Um, So
1: let me stop you right there for a minute, because I thought yesterday when I tried to start it up on my own. um, I thought I chose that and then it kicked me right into. I didn't even get to see my family or anything. It just like kicked me right into something else.
0: This is the first game. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, we won't be covering Inquisition. Um, This is to get you set up and get you started in Inquisition. So that you can have, like, all the choices and stuff. Gotcha, okay. Um, But, like, the way that this origin story kind of turns out is that your father, which is Bryce, has this friend named uh, Rendon Howe, um, who betrays him and attacks the castle. Um, and your whole family gets killed in front of you and you get conscripted into a force called the Grey Wardens. The Grey Wardens, um, are historically the only people, which like, it is, they are the only people who can handle the Blight. The Blight is when an archdemon, um, which is basically like a dragon, an old god, basically, mm-hmm. um, gets uncovered in, underground by things called Darkspawn, which are corrupted um, individuals. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and they, you know, attempt to take over. Like they come okay. out of undergrounds underground and they attempt to take over, basically destroy the world. <laughs> so you get uh, conscripted into the Grey Wardens and you join the Grey Wardens and um, then you learn that the fifth blight is happening. And as the player... Um, you know, you get you join the Grey Wardens and you have to go through the process of doing the Grey Wardens, you meet a bunch of people, yada 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 yada. <laughs> um, so that doesn't last, however, because in the first um, battle with the uh, Darkspawn, like the first big battle, um, another betrayal happens. Um, someone named Loghain, who was supposed to send his forces in. Um, basically, he's like, mm, never mind, I'm not going to do that. And basically, everyone who was at um, this place where you were gets killed. Oh, Cause, okay. Because Loghain decided not to send his forces in when he was told to. Wow, the bastard. Right. <laughs> and that is the setup for the game. Um, and that you're not even in the main game yet. Like, you had met, like... Um, at this point you would meet someone important named Alistair, um, who actually, depending on your choices, can stay a warden or become the king of Ferelden. There's a few stark differences between choosing those, like, paths. I won't, like, go into them, because I want you to be like, okay, like, I want you to choose them and see how that choice ends up in Inquisition, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, so, like, Alistair is this really silly, goofy guy, um... (laughs) <laughs> like he's, he's really fucking silly. Like he's, incredibly immature. He's, not really like the king type. Mm-hmm. Um, and it gives you this choice because Alistair is the bastard son of the uh, the previous king. Okay. So he technically has the birthright to ascend to the throne. So if you're given that choice. Someone who is pretty immature, but has the birthright to end up on the throne, or somebody named Anora, who is a queen, uh, no, who is the daughter of Loghain, um, who isn't immature. She's pretty. Straightforward. But Loghain's
1: the one that like pulled back.
0: Yes, but she's an, on Loghain's side, technically. Anora um, is a bitch. Like, she is very mean, but she is very much queen material. So you can choose between him or her, or you can have them get married for a political marriage. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) So between those, what do you think you would do?
1: You know, I'm going to have to go with Honora. She seems like
0: she would fit the role perfectly. Nice, nice. So that would mean that you were letting Alistair stay as a warden yeah cool um so i'm just gonna be getting i'm we're not gonna be covering little every little tiny thing because
1: you know what this gives me the vibes though from what my mind went blank
0: oh no (laughs) what
1: did we watch the game of thrones it kind of gives me that vibe Mm -hmm. just a little bit just from the story so far
0: a lot of different fantasy things pull from each other yeah <laughs> it's very interesting um how it all can kind of turn out um but yeah i'm only gonna be giving you like the options and stuff uh that will import directly into inquisition and kind of just cover the story for you um so like we should probably pick up back on that yeah so uh, after the whole battle thing where Logan betrays um you and Alistair are the only remaining wardens left alive. You have treaties to go and get the help from the Dalish Elves. Dalish Elves are elves who live outside of human capitals. Because inside of human capitals, elves are forced to live in... Um... God, I cannot remember the name right now. They're forced to live in, live in slums, basically. Um... <laughs> Poor elves. Why is it always the elves? Right? It? Get the brand of the <laughs> stick. So... You want to go get the help of the Daily Shelves, You want to get the help of the Dwarves. And you want to get the help of the Circle of Magi. Um, the Mages, the Dwarves, and the um, Daily Shelves. So you're given, you know, that's your setup for the game. Mm-hmm. And you meet someone named Morgan. Morrigan is uh, nicknamed the Witch of the Wilds. Um, and her mother, Flemeth, and her lived in, like, a swamp area for their whole life. You don't learn much about Flemeth in the first game. Um, She plays a pretty, like, not big role in the first game. You learn, like, very, very, very little about her, other than the fact that her previous daughters, she's basically raised to kill, to live. Oh, okay. According to Morgan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Morgan, um, she's the Witch of the Wild. She's a very sassy lady. Um, She's very smart. She's very... Um, if you can't help yourself, I'm not going to help you type of person. Um, and, like, these are the companions that you have throughout the whole game, which is why I'm kind of, like, telling you a little bit about them so that you know them, because then you would, If you played the game, you would, like, really get to know them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, so along with them and, like, those two, you go, you meet um, Bodan, Fedek, and Sandal, who they're not inquisition so i I'm, I'm not sure if i should tell you about it in the episode actually yeah i'll keep them i'll tell you about it later <laughs> they're not they're pretty not like important to inquisition but they're important to the story overall i don't know it's weird um but you go to the uh the shelves and they're having an issue where werewolves are trying to kill the Dalish clan because their leader, um, is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so, you don't, meet, know, like, really find out that the leader is an asshole until, like, later. Um, so basically what happened is that, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the... Why can't I remember anything right now? The leader of the Dalish clan, the keeper, that the Dalish keeper, um has, like, this curse kept on the werewolves. As long as he's alive, I'm pretty sure that... It's been a while since the played As long as he's alive, I'm pretty sure that they're cursed, basically. Okay. Um, and it kind of works like a zombie if you get bitten, or a werewolf. I mean, a vampire, if you get bitten, you turn into a werewolf. Right. Stuff like that. Um, and you can... Um, either broker peace between the werewolves and the elves you can side with the werewolves or you can side with the elves Um, basically the werewolves are trying to like break free from their curse because they've been cursed their whole lives like (laughs) and like the only person who can uh, really you know save them from that curse is the dalish keeper who's refusing to help or you can side with the keeper and just kill the werewolves
1: I'm gonna go with the werewolves. I'm gonna side with them. Okay. I mean, they can't help it. They were put under <laughs> a curse.
0: True. Um. Another one. Then, like after you deal with them and you get them to agree to help you, you go to the deep. Uh, you go to the uh. The dwarves. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole thing with the dwarves, is um, you go down into Orzammar, which is the capital of the dwarves. And they're having this whole political thing because the king was murdered. Um, so there's two people fighting for the throne because they run separately, then, uh, like, because uh, they're underground. Because they're dwarves, obviously. So you can choose between someone named Balin or someone named uh, Harrowmount. Um, Balin uh, is the uh, son of the previous king. He's more progressive, he's more, um, he wants to kind of expand Orzammar, and Haramount is, like, more, like, traditionalist, he wants to keep it how things are, however, the reason that Balin uh, is able to even run for throne is because he killed his older brother um, and father.
1: Okay, so he killed the previous king, mm-hmm. which was his father. Mm-hmm.
0: I believe so. There's going to be a Dragon Age super like, So there's, super like, deception
1: everywhere you go. Oh, yeah. Like, everywhere you turn. <laughs> um, But was there a reason he needed to do it? Not really. <laughs> I'll stick with the other one. Paroma? Yeah.
0: Okay. So... After you settle on the king, you have to go um, find somebody named Bronca. Um, they won't agree to help you unless you find this person named Bronca who went uh, to go to something neat called the Anvil of the Void in the Deep Roads. The Deep Roads are where the Darkspawn live. That's the kind of like their home. The Dwarves and the Darkspawn are at war for like a long time because um, the Dwarves keep the Darkspawn underground. Until there's a blight, in which case the Darkspawn go overground. Um, The Anvil of the Void is responsible for creating... um, It it creates golems. Golems? Which are, like, big metal constructs to um, basically, like... So that these big metal constructs could fight for the dwarves. However, like... You have to make the decision to either destroy the anvil or to um, uncover the anvil secrets. The creator of the anvil, Keratin, is like, no, fucking destroy it. It's too dangerous. If somebody gets their ha- hands on it, they can create an army. So you have the option to destroy it you have the, or you have the option to keep it not destroyed.
1: I'm going to say destroy it. Okay. Okay,
0: the circle. So in the circle, you have a pretty major choice of supporting the mages or supporting the Templars. The Templars are the kind of, like, force that keeps the mages in the, um, in the circle. There's a little bit of corruptness going on there. They're, like, kind of assholes sometimes. Um, and they're run by Chantry, which is the, basically, the church. Um and the reason you have to make that choice is because there's a bit of a an issue going on in the circle where a bunch of mages are turning into demons <laughs> um <laughs> so they want to do something which would mean literally killing every single mage in the in the circle to basically reset it or you can side with the mages and be like, no, let's not do that. Let's kill the demons and get this under control.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say that. Okay. I don't want to kill them all.
0: Like, get it under control. Um, cool, cool, cool. So because you went and helped the mages, you when you go to this place um, called Redcliffe, Mm-hmm. which is uh, where Alistair's, like, uncle... Actually, I'm not sure if it's his uncle. I can't remember his name. But um, I'm pretty sure it's Alistair's family. Um, lives. Um, and why isn't his name in here? That's so weird. Basically, there's a kid there who made a deal with a demon to keep his uh, dad Alive, because um, his dad is really sick. Um, this kid is a mage, which is why he was able to do, make this demon, make the deal with the demon, um, uh, and now Redcliffe is getting attacked by um, demons because this demon's kind of an asshole. So you have the option of sending like a mage into Connor's consciousness to kill the demon that has possessed him. Or you have the option of letting like uh, somebody else take the fall. For example, some named Asold, who is Connor's, which is the kid that made the deal with the demon. Connor's mom can make the fall and kind of just like end it right there. So it's basically like there is a peaceful resolution to this. Like if you if you go in the game, it's not really clear. But if you go to the circle first and then come back with the mages, they can help. And that's a Peaceful Resolution. Um, So, would you like to take the Peaceful Resolution? Or would you like to go into this?
1: Yeah, I want to do the Peaceful. Cool.
0: So, after you help that, you have to... Getting rid of the demon doesn't cure his dad. So, to cure his dad, you have to go get something called the Urn of Sacred Ashes. Which is Andraste, who is their, like, religious figure. Um, That's her ashes. Mm -hmm. Um, no one's ever been able to find it, which is really weird because you can find it really easily. Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) it magically appears.
0: So the urn of sacred ashes is interesting. Um, you played a bit of inquisition already, so you would know, um, you've been to the place where they are that where that whole like explosion was, um, that is where the urn of sacred ashes was being held. That is the, uh, God, what is the name of that place? Yeah, the Temple of Sacred Ashes. I should have known that. So you go to the Temple of Sacred Ashes, you get these ashes to cure him. He gets cured. He's like, oh yeah, I'll help you go defeat Loghain. Um, So while all this is going, obviously the Blight is getting worse. um, But also you have to deal with Loghain. So he's like, I'll help you do this political move to get everyone against Loghain so you can kill him. (laughs) So you go to the capital of Ferelden, which is Denram, and you get a bunch of political help. You... And then you convince everyone that, like, hey, this guy fucking sucks. He killed the king. He betrayed everyone. <laughs> and so if you do it successfully, you can kill Logang. Um, and that basically solidifies... You can also solidify, then, your choice as who is going to ascend a throne. You've already made the decision. That's going to be Nora, Logang's daughter. Um, like, a bunch of stuff happens before then, but, like, it's just a bunch of, like, kind of, like... not really. You don't really need to know, like, going into things... Um, after you make the decision for who's going to be on the throne, um, the Blight reaches Dead Room. Um, the only way to end the Blight is by killing an Archdemon, which is the big, like, the boss. If the Archdemon isn't there, the Darkspawn flood back to the underground because they don't have anyone to lead them. <laughs> so you... this There's a big fight where you are, like, going against... The brunt of the force of the dark spawn to end the blight, the fifth blight. Um, and Morrigan approaches you with this idea. Um, because the person, the warden who kills the archdemon dies to, in order to kill this soul or whatever of the archdemon, you have to sacrifice Sacr- yourself. Okay. Um, however, Morgan has a plan. If she, there's this old fucking theory right <laughs> if you conceive a baby <laughs> with the person who's going to or 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 just conceive in general she can do a, a plan like uh, this whole spell basically to conceive a baby and then no one has to die because that ba- the the soul of the old god would be absorbed into the fetus um And that wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing. Um, And it would make sure that nobody dies. However, you would have to convince Alistair to conceive a baby with Morgan.
1: Okay. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) So goofy, goofy Alistair.
0: Yes. Um, This plan works, by the way. Like, if you decide to, like have that go through like it does work if you wanted to do that <laughs> or you can sacrifice yourself or sacrifice Alistair's life or nobody dies well obviously
1: deck. I'm gonna go for the okay. get convince Alistair cool cool
0: so after the, the archdemon is killed that ends the fifth blight and that's the end of the first game um, you know it's pretty straightforward fantasy story you go and you recruit a bunch of people you end the blight Um, You make choices along the way. So that's the first game. That's a very, very, like, brief, not, like, super in-depth description of the first game. Like, it just kind of is, like, the bullet points, I guess. Um, It still took us a while to get through, though. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, like, what did you think about that? Gosh, I'm wondering why you
1: didn't think I would like the game. The way you're explaining it, you're narrating it, it just
0: sounds so interesting to me. I mean, if you want, sometime we can put you in front of the game and see if you would enjoy it. They're just... I'm not sure if you would enjoy the gameplay. The
1: gameplay itself? Or... The gameplay itself. Just, like, the, the way it looks? Both. It's it's really old. I know that, but...
0: We, we can try it sometime. For sure. See if you would like it. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's the first game. Um... We're not going to go to the second game until the second half of the episode. But it's a very good game. It's very old. It's a very, like, in-depth RPG um, with a bunch of characters who are fucking amazing. Um, yeah. Any questions about the first game?
1: No. It seems like it's pretty... Lit- well, I'm not going to say... What's the word I'm looking for? It it seems like a really awesome game Yeah. to me.
0: The Dragon Age series is fucking amazing. Like it's genuinely a a really good fantasy series. Like it has a really good continuing storyline between the games and everything. Um, however, we gotta we gotta we gotta stop talking about this right now. Because <laughs> if we talk too long, we're gonna go on way too long. This is already gonna be a little bit of a longer episode. Yeah. So let's we do something, right? Mm-hmm. We have to go into mid roll. So what should we do?
1: Let's take a coffee break.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the mid-roll of the episode. Um, I hope you were enjoying the little Dragon Age shenanigans we're going on right at the moment. I know that the audio quality isn't the best that it can be currently. Um, I promise we are working to get it sounding as amazing as it should for you guys. And I know that there's some background noise. I did not do the setup properly to be able to cut that out. That's my bad. Next time. Hopefully there will not be any background noise. But yes, thank you for listening to the episode so far. I hope I am describing the story in some semblance of um, an understanding way. And if there's anybody who is listening and is like, Dragon Age doesn't go like that. Fuck you. I didn't ask. Go away. I'm, I'm the expert now. I'm rewriting the Dragon Age lore. If I'm wrong, I'm right, okay? Don't come for me. We're not doing this. Anyway, I hope all of you have a fantastic evening and enjoy the rest of the episode. And thank you to Miracle of Sound for the use of Jet Fuel Heart for our intro, outro, and minerals. Welcome back from the big everybody.
1: Welcome back, welcome back. Hello, hello.
0: (laughs) So, we're in a bit of a time constraint here. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We didn't realize that this was going to go on as long as it did. (laughs) Um, Sorry, this has been an interesting episode. Um, So, I'm going to kind of through Dragon Age 2. Luckily, Dragon Age 2 isn't as long or complex as Dragon Age 1. Um, Dragon Age 2, you don't have the choice between race. You have to be a human. Hmm. Um, because in Dragon Age 2, your character already has a pre-established backstory and a family. Right. So in Dragon Age 2, your name is Hawk. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Um, and uh, as Hawk, of course, you can choose between being a mage warrior or rogue. So this does matter for Inquisition. Hmm.
1: Let's go with mage warrior.
0: Just a mage, you mean?
1: Oh, I thought you, you said mage warrior. Like
0: mage, comma warrior, comma broke. <laughs> oh. Then I'll I'll just stick with warrior. You want to be a warrior? Yeah. Okay. You're a bit of a sword person. I am. I've, I've come to find out. Um, so this is kind of just dumbing the thing down. But throughout Dragon Age 2, you can play your hawk as different ways, basically. Like you can be funny you can be serious or you can be like kind so that's just like very like dumb ways so if you had to, if you had to choose between a funny character, a serious character or a kind character, who would you be? Funny. Cool. <laughs> so you have a you have a you have a funny hawk. Um <laughs> Um Dragon Age 2 picks up basically in the middle of Dragon Age 1. Um you are fleeing Denerim because of the Blight. Okay. So you are going across, um, you know, you're just leaving because the Blight's fucking up Ferelden and you don't want to be there anymore. Right, bunch of chaos. Um, so you and your family, you, your mom, your dad's already dead, Um. your sister and your brother. Your sister and brother are twins. Their names are Carver and... Oh, what is the sister's name? One second. I'm sure I can find it. Uh, Carver or Bethany. Okay. So that's your sisters, and your mom's name is... Um, Jesus
1: They're goodness. both girls? No. You said sisters. Oh, <laughs> sister and brother. Okay.
0: <laughs> um, your mom's name is... Oh, Leandra. Carver, your brother. Bethany, your sister. Leandra, your mother. Okay. Um, you're fleeing for Elden because the darks fucking shit up. Mm-hmm. You can't be there anymore. Um, as you're fleeing, um, you... Because you are, because you are a, you, you chose warrior. Your brother's going to die. Oh. Um. If you chose mage, your sister dies.
1: So the, either way, you're just like screwed.
0: Yeah, either way, you cannot save them both. Okay. The way the reason they do this is actually really interesting. Um, because of the fact that it actually it's it's to balance your party members like gameplay wise, mm-hmm. but also. It gives you and your sibling an interesting dynamic. Like, you have very separate experiences from each other. um, Because, kind of like I established, mages... Like, if you were found out to be a mage and you're not in a circle, you're called an apostate. Which means that you're an illegal mage. You're not supposed to be outside of the circle if you're a mage. um, Because it is so dangerous. Mm -hmm. So your sibling, uh, Bethany, is an apostate. She's not supposed to be out as a mage um she's illegal at the moment so it gives this really interesting dynamic either way like with your siblings but that's not really important um the game is split into different acts unlike uh, origins like this has like separate acts that takes place over the course of 10 years so (laughs) um in act one you after you are set up in uh Kirkwall, which is the city that you kind of, like, move to because your mom's family is from there. Um, You go to Kirkwall. Once you're set in Kirkwall and everything, Um, this is kind of, like, Act 1, the story doesn't really start up, really. Act 1's very much just straightforward. Like, you're helping people in order to gain money to go into the Deep Roads on an expedition with Varric and his brother. Um, um varic You met Varric in Inquisition already. He's a dwarf, mm-hmm. um, funny guy. He's a writer, um, and so I'm gonna very much dumb this whole idea down. But did, in Dragon Age Two, one of the big choices is mages or templars. So if you had to side with one, are you gonna side with mages or are you gonna side with templars? Templars. You want to say to the Templars? Is that a bad choice? There's no bad choice. Okay. So a lot of people, I'm very controversial for this opinion, a lot of people in the Dragon Age community hate the Templars. Very rightfully so. The, the, the Templars are a religious organization ran by the Chantry um, who keep the mages in, in place, basically. When circles work, they really work. Um, when circles don't work, they're abusive at at best. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, basically, some Templars suck, some Templars are good. The way that it's presented in 2 makes you want to lean more towards mages, but you can lean towards Templars if you're like, no, the circle must stay in place. Um, The circle in Kirkwall... Is a good circle, genuinely. Your sister, Bethany, based on your choices, can go into the circle as a circle mage. And she loves it. Like, she genuinely blossoms there as a mage. Um, you learn throughout the course of the game. Or you can take her down into the Deep Roads expedition at the end of Act 1. Um, in doing that, she gets infected by a dark spawn and has to become a, a warden. So you can choose between your sibling becoming um, a, a circle mage or a gray warden.
1: Oh, well, obviously, I'm going to do circle mage.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, Bethany becomes a circle mage. That's basically the act one. Act one. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of conflict going on between the mages and templars um, in the background of act one, um, and then you go down into the the deep roads and then you find something that's called red lyrium a red lyrium idol uh to be specific um lyrium i haven't touched on yet lyrium is basically like this source of magic that is naturally found um kind of like as like a mineral red lyrium is never seen before this It is this corrupted, evil lyrium that can mess with your mind, um, like genuinely make you go insane. Um, And what happens is Varric and his brother and you and a lot of other people go down to this like place that's never been discovered before. You find this red lyrium. Varric's brother goes a little bit crazy because of the red lyrium. Um, You guys have to find a way out. Uh, You find a way out eventually. Blah, blah, blah. Um, act two, um, there's tensions between these people called the Cunari, which is these big beast people with horns, um, who have been living in Kirkwall because of the fact that, um, I think they, they crashed there. They just don't really have a way back home currently. Um, however, like, like, and that's also building up through act one. Um, there is this guy called the Airshock. Who is like the ruler of them in a way, um, and he is like this place is pathetic. I'm going to kill everyone uh, <laughs> because the the K'unari follow this strict like rule set called the K'un, which is like very very strict, straightforward, like to the point, like blunt fucking rules. Um, and he's like, you guys are not following this. Like, you guys are being fucking stupid as shit. Yeah. So, like, he attempts to, like, take over the city. And at the end of the act, you kill him. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on in between this. You might actually like Dragon Age 2. Um, I think we should get you to try and play them at some point. But this is just to get you set up for Inquisition. Because I think, once you, I think, okay, honestly, I think if you play Inquisition and you like Inquisition, we should get you to play Dragon Age Origins. Right. Two. I think that's how we should go about it. Um, so at the end of the act, uh, act two, you can um, resolve this peacefully. You can be like, hey, dude, like, let's not fucking destroy the city, please. Like, we can resolve this peacefully. Or you can kill him.
1: I'm going to kill him. Okay. No one needs that negativity.
0: <laughs> so you kill him, and that basically goes on to act three. There are, like, years in between the acts. Um, sorry if you can hear kids in the back, and there are kids outside for some reason. Um, <laughs> for some reason. It's summer. So, in the beginning of the game, you meet this uh, companion named Anders. He is an apostate mage who is a healer who has been helping people in the, t- in the city. Um, you build a relationship with him throughout the game, um, along with the other companions, of course. Um, And Anders plays a major role in Act 3. Anders technically had died and was saved by the spirit of justice. Basically resurrected him. But because he was resurrected, justice lives inside of him. And because of the injustice towards mages caused by the Templars, justice is becoming vengeance. Um, Basically, Anders is losing control of himself. Vengeance is becoming, he's becoming less Anders and more Vengeance, if that makes sense.
1: Wow. Um, So my actions, choosing, did all that, like
0: all that? This happens regardless. Okay. Um, Like me asking if you want to side with the Templars and Mages doesn't come until after this. You'll actually might feel justified siding with the Templars once I explain what happens. Basically, Anders, because of the conflict that's been building up throughout the entire game, um, this spirit that lives inside of him convinces him that it's a good idea to commit terrorism. Jeez. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, and he tricks you, the player, into helping him do this. You don't have a choice. Uh... He's like, hey, there's a way for me not to be possessed by a spirit. Um, being possessed by a spirit and being possessed by a demon are two different things. Right. Spirits aren't typically malicious. Right. Um, so he's like, I know that of a way to do this thing to get rid of vengeance or justice. He calls it once, once and for all, um, so that I'm not possessed anymore. You help him with this thing at the beginning of the act. It seems like it's one and done. Wham, bam. Um, I can't remember. Oh, I should... I should mention. I believe it's Act Three or Act Two. End of Act Two, I think it's at the end of Act Two. Your mom is murdered by a serial killer. That's
1: what I was gonna ask. What happened to mom?
0: Right. No, the mom is murdered by a serial killer. Like there's it's like it's weird because it doesn't affect the overall story of the series, but like obviously it affects the story of the game. Um there is like throughout act two there's like serial killings going on. You're trying to find the killer. You, like, target specific people. Um, your mom goes missing. You follow the trail. You find your mom sewn together with other body parts. Oh, my gosh. Um, it's a really fucked That's up gruesome. scene. That's gruesome. It's, no, it's, it's, it's incredibly depressing. Like, yeah. I cried the first time I played just because, like, of the fact that it's a really depressing scene. <laughs> like, watching this happen. So, like, obviously you kill your mother's serial killer. Um, and you, uh move on from that basically so at the end of at, at the end of act three depending on your choices like you're almost alone you only have it's only you and your sibling left because your brother died your mom holds resentment for you towards you because of your brother's death um she feels like you didn't do your job as a big sister to protect your siblings um your mom holds resentment towards you for um Bethany joining the circle. She, Your mom and you do not have a good relationship by any means. But it's still like is like a uh, moment when she right. dies because it fucking sucks. Um, act 3, you go into it. Um, there's a bunch of this conflict that's coming up into a huge head. Like, there's a bunch of mages. Mage and Templar conflict happening. And, like, it's really fucking tense. And it comes to a head when there's an argument happening and a bomb goes off in the chantry, literally exploding the whole building and killing a bunch of people. Well, it doesn't kill a bunch of people in the chantry. There's no one in there because they had planned it. The aftermath is what kills a bunch of people (laughs) because of this bomb that is set off um, in the chantry. Anders, for some reason steps forward, says that it was him and says that like, it goes in this whole speech about how the Templars needed to be shown a lesson because of like the way that they've been treating the mages. And this was the only way to find an end to this, to end this or like he wanted to start a war basically. So the mages could be free. Um, The Templars are like, wow, you fucking killed people. (laughs) (laughs) You are a terrorist. Like you literally just, it's because it's a bomb. Like I'll show you the clip. It's a fucking bomb. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, and you have the choice of killing Enders Or keeping Enders alive
1: I'm gonna kill him Okay
0: So you kill him You Put have him to Put out of his misery Yeah Then you have to side with the Templars Or the mages Based on the relationships you make Throughout the game Some of your companions can actually disagree with you And become your enemies Based on your choice um, at the end of the game, between Templars or Mages, which is really interesting. Like, if you're not friends with someone, they're going to betray you. <laughs> oh, God. Um, which, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, you, if you side with the Templars, um... Let me... It's really interesting because of the fact that like um, Meredith, who is the leader of the 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 knight commander of the Templars in Kirkwall, is this really interesting figure. She has a lot of trauma regarding mages, um, which is the reason she became knight commander. She does not in the beginning of the game. She does not hold any ill will really. But she is corrupted by red lirium. By the end of the game, she gets her hands on it. She gets corrupted, and I think no matter what happens, you have to kill her. Um, but you can still side with the Templars in the end. Um, so it's like it's this ending where like it. This is directly setting up the events of Inquisition. Um, this sets up the war between mages and templars like it's resolved in inquisition um or resolved um you'll see how it plays out <laughs> yeah um basically because of ander's destroying the chantry and starting this war um every mage is now in apostate um because this huge thing breaks out the templars leave the chantry um it's a huge fucking mess which you'll see how it plays out in inquisition like so, that is the story up to Inquisition. Very, very simple. <laughs> um, and also in Dragon Age 2, in the DLC, which takes place between Act 2 and Act 3, you meet somebody named Corypheus, who... Um, this is kind of like the backstory of, like, your dad. You find out that your dad was a mage, a blood mage. Blood mm-hmm. mages are people who do magic with their blood. It's kind of looked down upon in Ferelden. Um, and your dad, um, sealed away this, uh, what term do I use for Corypheus? Okay, he's an ancient darkspawn. Um, sealed away Corypheus in a, in like this tomb. That seal is coming loose. And you have... You you don't know it, but that's the reason that you end up in this place. Um, because it needs the blood of a hawk to seal him away. Um, you go there, blah, 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 blah. You kill Corypheus. Um, or do you? <laughs> and that's basically, like, setting up the villain for Dragon Age Inquisition as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so... It's a lot of setup towards Dragon Age Inquisition. Like a lot of these choices, like very small choices. Like I kind of just covered the, like
1: the basics. The
0: basics with you, um. Leading into it so that you know you're kind of educated on it. Yeah, Going it, it's very. It's a lot.
1: It's a lot to take in. <laughs> like I'm just trying to picture it all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: It's a lot. So, like, and I'll go through and I'll, like, fill out the little stuff that you don't really, like, need to know. And we'll watch the video, obviously, for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll, we're not gonna, we decided we can't, we don't have time to actually, like, react to it on the podcast, but I'll, I will link, like, a video to it. I'll screen record it or something. Um, and put it on YouTube. We'll see. If you yeah. want, if you're interested in seeing mom's world state going into Inquisition, um, but yeah, that's Dragon Age one and two.
1: Very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see how I like this Inquisition.
0: Yeah,
1: and then because I'm hearing about these, it makes me want to go in and try to play it. But I will do what you said: do the Inquisition and then go from there.
0: Yeah, Inquisition was Inquisition was my first Dragon Age. Because of how much I loved Inquisition, I went back and played the first two games. So, like, I played Inquisition with no knowledge of the first two games. Like, it's very doable. Inquisition, mm-hmm. it, Inquisition isn't confusing. The story for it isn't really confusing if you don't know the first two games. It just kind of contextualizes it. Um, so, yeah. I hope that this has helped you be prepared for Dragon Age Inquisition. Um, I'll fill out the little stuff, and I'll, I'll import this yeah. into your account so when you start up a game in inquisition it'll ask if you want to import world state data and you can just press yes and so i'll be ready for you
1: okay awesome yes and I'm i'll actually excited. sit with you
0: and have you start it so i can it up properly with you
1: right yeah it'll be the best thing to do
0: well that is the episode it is a little actually it's shorter than our last one because we kind of rushed it, but the first yeah, half was that's... very long. Sorry about that. <laughs> Origins was a very, very long game. My Origins playthrough took me 80 hours.
1: Hey, they can't expect to, like, it's so hard to crunch
0: yeah. all that in. I probably should have Monday. taken notes and stuff. Maybe but, we should
1: uh, have done a part one and a part
0: two. Probably. Yeah. You know, sorry right. if this wasn't super entertaining. It was entertaining for us, though. Yes. And this podcast at the end of the day is for us. I'm joking. You're along with the right for it with us.
1: <laughs> no, you're, you guys are what make us. We should put it that way. Because, yeah, we're doing the podcast, but we're running to appease to the audience. Pee? To we're peeing appease, on the audience. Appease. Appease. <laughs> appease. <laughs> Appeal. Appeal. So, yeah. Yes. I'm hoping that you guys enjoyed this. If you didn't, you can still comment. Let us know. Give us some ideas. Mm-hmm. Hit us up.
0: Um, Spotify has a new feature where you can actually comment on podcasts. Um, it adds a Q&A asking, what did you think of this? But if you reply to it, I am able to see it. So you can leave questions there. You can leave pretty much anything there. It's just a comment. I'll probably pin it to the episode so you can see your comments on Spotify if you would like, um, if you want. Obviously, no pressure. If you enjoy the show, go ahead and leave us a rating on Spotify as well. Um, or if you're on Apple Podcasts, I think you could do ratings on there as well. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, anything helps uh, push us with the algorithm. Right. Because the algorithm's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> the algorithm kind of sucks. Yeah. Um. But yeah, is there anything Dragon Age related that you wanted to ask me before we go into the ending? So just one more thing. What happens to your sister?
1: Like, does that happen? anything bad happen so, on the second one no nothing because bad happens so to your sibling okay
0: um I think they, they can die if you don't make them a warden I think you can make the choice to not make them a warden if you bring them down into the deep roads um it's very interesting depending on which sibling you like they have different different preferences it's better to make Carver your brother if your brother's alive a warden he strives as a warden and as opposed to being a Templar Your sister strives as a circle mage, as opposed to being a warden. So, like, making her the circle mage is the best decision. Nothing bad happens to her. She is safe regardless. Um, You don't see her in Inquisition. Um, You don't even see Carver in Inquisition. But you will... Well,
1: Carver's dead, right?
0: Well, but I'm meaning if, like, Carver's alive and Bethany's dead. Right. Yeah, but you will see Hawk in Inquisition. Okay. Yeah. So you will meet that character. Awesome. Um, it'll actually give you the choice to customize the character hmm. because of the fact you can customize into. too. Obviously, like, you'll probably just leave it default if you want. I mean, you can customize what hell they look if you want. Right. It's up to you. Yeah. Um well, that's not until later in the game. Anyway, a uh, little bit of a spoiler, but. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So, yeah, your sibling is safe. Okay. Nothing bad happened to them, I promise. <laughs> all right well we have to hop off because it's later than we normally record and there's stuff we have to do yep
1: you know gotta do the life woohoo um back to reality
0: (laughs) we hope you guys enjoyed the episode we certainly did um we will be back in a couple weeks with the next episode we don't have the topic yet because we haven't made a list yet but we will have a topic i promise you (laughs) um never fear until then, we hope all of you have a fantastic evening and
1: always remember to fill that cup.